1: Hello and welcome to the 53rd episode of the First Exchange Podcast with me your host Lydia Daydahl and 53 episodes deep we're still celebrating being here um, thank you so much to everyone uh, for joining us we've had a great couple of weeks since the 50th episode our little celebration um, as always I say it every week but thank you so much to everyone for all the DMs all the love online it is so appreciative because well we need you because without listeners we have nothing I was absolutely delighted to get this week's guest into the podcast chair. Um, I've been a fan of his work for many, many years. Um, I've never met him before. So I was delighted that he agreed to come on the podcast and uh, sit down and talk about his journey in photography and, you know, his career and his life and how he views the world so it was an absolute honor to have photographer Evan Doherty uh, in me today. We spoke about lots of stuff his journey into photography and um, working on different projects you know just life we just had one of those really cool really relaxed really chill conversations and he is so down to earth and so nice he was just such a pleasure to have in um, so I hope you enjoy the conversation and I think you will. Um, so as always, if you listen, if you enjoy, make sure that you get online, that you share the podcast, that you tell your friends, tell your family members, um, you never know what they might hear in the podcast that might inspire them to go on and to be better in their lives. <laughs> um, but before I let you go enjoy the 53rd episode of the First Exchange podcast with Evan Doherty, let me just remind you all that we have a new partnership with the wonderful Dubliner Whiskey. And for the last couple of weeks, we have been running a competition on our Social media on our Instagram in particular, and in that competition, you can win yourself a fabulous, delicious bottle of Dubliner whiskey. Get onto our social and get yourself entered to win a fantastic bottle. And if you have entered and you want more from us, well, you can have more. Dubliner whiskey have very kindly given us our own promo code. Uh, that if you go to dld.com, you can do some online shopping for Dubliner whiskey once you're over 18 years of age, and you can avail of 10% off. So, if you've got someone's birthday coming up, it's Christmas soon, or you just want to have a lovely bottle of whiskey for yourself in the gaff, then go to dld.com and type in the promo code Lydia, L Y D I A, my name. How great is that? And you will get yourself 10% off. So, Enjoy, get your bottle, screenshot, or take a picture, send it to us and let us know how you're enjoying a glass of Dubliner whiskey with the First Exchange Podcast. Anyway, before I keep going on, let me let you go enjoy the 53rd episode of the First Exchange Podcast with Evan Doherty. Evan Doherty. How's it going? Welcome to the First Exchange Podcast. (laughs) How are you? I'm really good, yeah
2: like to be here.
1: I'm so happy that you Fancy came in. studio. we were out. just talking, yeah, this is Collaborative <laughs> Studio, Shane lovely Dempsey. Stuff.
2: Lovely stuff. So what's the crack?
1: Just embracing the, the end of the world. I know, yeah, <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ, it's bananas, isn't
1: it? How's it been for you? Yeah, I
2: mean, like, it's obviously, you know, it's always a kind of the same thing, even like Shane saying you're you're everything's going well finally everything's going well and it's all lovely and then it's just but the thing is I guess everybody's sort of in the same boat aren't they was Uh, there
1: any major plans that had fallen through for you this year
2: well, well probably just like personal stuff like trying to buy a house and you know all that kind of stuff is just sort of like you know I wouldn't say it's out the window but it's definitely put on ice for well you just don't know you don't know what way the banks are going to go and all these sort of things as well so I guess that was sort of like just I mean you know that was in my kind of plans at some stage I was like oh maybe Jesus I can buy a house as a freelance Freelancer, you know what I mean I so.
1: love hearing someone that is following a passion and it's their career and they're also buying a house
2: yeah yeah yeah, I know, and it's you know with this is the thing like what <laughs> it takes, like I said, I'm on Georgia Street eight years they renting in the space, which are the first couple of years you barely there something I was only saying actually to one of the lads recently who bought a big huge house on the on the coast road with my friends and we lived together and he was downstairs for a few years. And he was saying, "Should we are talking about me getting a house the other today?" And he was saying, "Should you remember we used to go out for steak dinners, and then we'd be looking for like euros down the back of the couch to get yeah. home
0: <laughs> yeah. when we when we
2: first rented the space, you know?" Yeah. So yeah. I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Look," and he's and this is what we're in his house, you know. He's a lovely house in uh, Port Marnock. So, uh, and he's he's a solicitor, of freelance, and you know we started kind of at the same time. So mm-hmm. it is good to see, you know, there are people doing well, and I think everything sort of has to be. You know, put on hold or re-evaluated mm-hmm. now. You know, so uh, my business I couldn't redo really anything for the lockdown. It's just I was just
1: well for anyone that doesn't know, photography yeah. is your is your yeah, area. Yeah, sorry, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. people will be listening going. So he's a solicitor, is it? <laughs> yeah,
2: photography is. Uh, is
1: That's a, your area. Yeah. So yeah. like. How long have you been, like, we'll say, do you say professionally, being a a professional photographer?
2: Yeah, I guess I suppose since really, like, I don't know, like, I'd kind of, when I got the studio space, I was like, right, you know, this is, I'm paying rent in the place.
1: Yeah. I got to make it work. Yeah, that was
2: 2012 now. So that was sort of a time, I mean, a lot of people, like, a lot of, like, marketing budgets were cut and, you know, there was like, you know that whole kind of like even like, like i started kind of doing stuff for done stores at the start and that you know basically i the guy i was assisting at something barry mccall he was kind of the head honcho there and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they had no marketing team and i just started doing little sort of bits for them now they have a whole studio set up there as well but like it was sort of like you know any sort of job i could get my hands on i was mm-hmm. doing headshots and just that was kind of usually the the start of it you know um I was always taking photos. like I used From a to, young age? Yeah I, I, yeah, I would have been just, I just had a little small camera, like and my mom bought me like a little snappy 35mm camera, like just a, not even a good thing, just a little... You know, point just, and shoot. Did she, did she
1: buy it for you as like I'm just going to buy you a little gift, or yeah. were you like, can I have a camera?
2: I probably was like using whatever camera she probably had at yeah. the time. Not the way every family ha- family had. Sort of,
0: yeah. like,
1: just,
2: it wasn't even a good camera. I think she <laughs> got on holidays from me, probably for like a five or something, you know. Um, <laughs> and she and I, I used to just take photos and bring them down to the chemist. That's the way it used to be. And yeah. and she used and I think the it, it cost, I think about seven pound. I think to develop a roll of yeah, film back then, expensive. you know.
1: And you didn't know. Uh, they were going to turn out yeah, so I remember I you throwing in a roll of film and you get yeah. like you pay for them and then two photographs that come out out of your like
2: yeah exactly roll. and that's what it was like so I sort of I think I have pictures of like, like everyone see, it's so different now because everybody has access to a camera yeah and it's like you know when you had 26 or 32 shots on a you know point and shoot camera you try and make you know you try to be like oh make sure I get 32 good yeah. photos now people take 57 selfies before Mm. they put one up
1: Is that a good thing?
2: I don't know Well I mean I think it's a good thing that everyone has a camera but you know I think the only thing I, I don't think is necessarily great is you know when it comes to people you know being in control of their own image all the time People get very fussy, you know? Like, yes. give it. When I started, if so, you could just take a picture of somebody and have a sort of a blurry effect in the background, people would be like, whoa. Well, now, <laughs> it, now you can do it on the phone. So, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody yeah. is sort of like, you know, everyone is sort of like, uh, just over that kind of thing, yeah. and people want if they take a photo, they want to take it themselves, they want to put it into Lightroom themselves, they want to, you know, yeah, get rid of that spot on their chin or whatever it kind of might that be that is and
1: such an interesting point, Evan. We had Bob's Daily in here a couple of weeks ago, another photographer, yeah. and um, I was asking her about the same similar kind of question about yeah, like social yeah, yeah. media and selfies and that kind of thing, and I said, What would you say is the biggest. Um, negative of all of yeah. that and she said exactly the same thing it is the control aspect yeah. of when she's behind the camera and that the the, the model or whoever the subject is they're not in control of yeah. the photograph what, what she sees what she takes
2: Yeah, of course. so
1: that's, that's the biggest transition that she sees yeah. over the years
2: and I find that people are more like likely to ask you then you know like uh, you know say someone's not used to getting a photo taken they're kind yeah. of like eh, can I see the photo or yeah. you know that kind of thing Well yeah, r- yeah. years ago you take a photo photo and people just trust have the yeah. sort of trust in you so now everyone's like can they show me the photo can you show me this can you show me that and it's almost like there's a kind of an over consumption of images mm-hmm. now like you're, when you're doing a shoot sometimes you have like about 10 people over your shoulder and you're just taking extra photos and extra photos just to you know
1: yeah so do you, uh, in those moments you know for those of us who, who, who don't have the the, the photography backgrounds, do you know when you get the shots,
2: ah, yeah, you usually know. When so you get sometimes the shot. are yeah, you yeah,
1: like, yeah. I just have to take these extra pictures just to fill a time slot, or so, yeah, <laughs> you know so what way does it work?
2: Yeah, we did a, a job actually in the UK there a couple of years ago, and I remember it was uh, for um, Reebok, and it was me and my friend were shooting it, and like we we were like after an hour, we we're like it was because only four outfits, so we were like yeah. we're done here. If the client wasn't here, we'd like wrap it up now. Yeah. But we had to just kind (laughs) of like shoot for the day to justify... You know,
1: budget <laughs>
2: <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably, like, there are cases like that. But I think after a while, people sort of trust. Yeah. If, if they know you, they trust you. But when you're in the UK and you don't, like, and I thought, Jesus, Reebok, UK, and you go there and it's like three people in an office. Yeah. You know what I mean? You expect yeah. it to be this big thing. but most Yeah, of
1: right a lot there, of just, floors.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. But, like, I mean, you know, sometimes the job just happens. And it's just, and it depends what the job is, whether it's e-commerce. And if it's an editorial job, you kind of have your, mm. you know, your sort of, free reign to do whatever you want. So just, it just depends. That's the, I think, with any sort of job or any sort of, you know, artistic job, when it's a commercial job, you know.
1: You must have... um. People just automatically trust you now because of your your background and your what you've built up over the years. There, it must be an automatic trust there, is there?
2: I think there is a trust now. I think, but it's ta- like I think it, it can take a long time to sort of mm-hmm. build it up. You know, you sort of got to build up a certain style as well. And mm. you know, if you can take a few boxes, people will sort of trust you as well to you know to deliver the job or whatever the job might be. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, if it's a if it's your own commercial job or if it's a, if it's your own editorial job and you have a mood board and you have everything set in place like people people would trust you you know mm-hmm. and I mean after yeah after years of being able to deliver like you know you, you build up that kind of trust and mm-hmm. with the clients you know so
1: was yeah. this you know when you look back on your sort of the career that you've had to date can you remember a point where you said I'm actually quite good at this or there's I can make a career out of this.
2: I think I said uh, like that's kind of the, the reason I probably got to studio. I've I sta- like I when I was I actually went into sound engineering um, when I was 18. I thought well, I your not, brother thought is in music, Dr. right? Yeah, yeah, Dan, he's yeah. Yeah, Dan, he's, uh, he's in uh, he's on the recording studio. Um, he was actually a d- drummer for years. I wanted to be a drummer, and I so you can't get a set of drums. And he did the right thing, and he just went out and bought a set of drums, which is what <laughs> well, I,
1: I used. To, I play. I used to be in a band myself. Oh, did? You? And we used to play with. Um, don't tell me now what with the two twins.
2: Yeah, yeah, Colin and Brian.
1: Yeah, what's
2: the name of the band? Well, I don't know. I think they did a few different. Things. Sick Boy was the Sick
1: Boy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, Sick yeah. Boy was probably the biggest band. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. when Sick Boy ended, they went out on their own, didn't they?
2: Yeah, I think they. I don't know what they were still called Sick Boy. And just to the them. I don't know. they're a great band yeah they were great, but I remember bands, yeah. I always
1: remember when I met Dan and one of the guys in my band Danda mm. uh, Daniel Paxton I remember when, when I got introduced to Dan when we left he was like he is incredible like he's yeah, an absolute yeah. genius and yeah. to see to, I haven't seen him for years I haven't yeah, spoken to him yeah, but yeah. I have always hear from the lads that he's just doing so well with producing and stuff yeah, it's he, so nice to hear yeah
2: he's doing well he has a studio I actually helped him uh He kind of took on a bigger, well, he's in the same space, but he kind of took on an extra room for, Mm. you know, a control room and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, he's doing well. He's done stuff like Fontaine's DC and all that kind of stuff. He's he's always recording. And even coming out of lockdown, he said, sure, everybody was at home writing songs.
1: Yeah, he's going to be busy for the next two years. Yeah,
2: so he was busy (laughs) coming out, you know. Um, but yeah I did sound engineering for a year I think he uh, he did a year before me then in Pulse uh, and then I thought I think, I think obviously we were always at home making music on the well computer, I
1: was so. just about to say what a creative house you've come from were uh, your parents creative nah uh, no really <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, sorry my mum was, was my mum was on her own so she was just trying to support the three of us so yeah, maybe yeah, she yeah. is creative I don't know she was fucking paying her arse I think <laughs> three, three lads up.
1: get in there and play <laughs> yeah. the guitar yeah, don't I, come in until you have a song role oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I started
2: playing the guitar when I was 12 and that was actually my band was Colin O'Brien no me, Colin and O'Brien and a lad Peter he played the piano and we were 12 because the lads were in my class in primary school
1: wow right. yeah, so, that's so cool that's how
2: Dan knows them that's how Dan really? is in the band Yeah.
1: wow wow
2: wow yeah yeah, we broke up and Dan stole them from me. <laughs> Which uh, we were, uh, I don't know, do we have a name? The pain
1: th- in your voice there. I don't think we did.
2: Yeah, we were only talking about actually the other day with song we had. We had a song called Guilt. It was about killing someone. We were oh, like...
1: very good. <laughs> it
2: was in year we 12. <laughs> so bad. You know <laughs> me? Artistic expression,
1: right? <laughs> every
2: time you <I> see them, <laughs> like, remember that tune up um, a <laughs> So I did that sound engineering for a year and then I did f- fuck all. I went and worked for Irish Ferries. My mate's dad was like, here's one of job. Yeah. worked like as uh, like i was cooking on the boats for like four years deadly and then uh, we just it was actually shy wasn't then, a, yeah
1: sounds like such a romantic job i was cooking on it a, ferry was like a ferry for to, months it was
2: like a ferry to fucking hollyhead and back so it wasn't that glamorous <laughs> It was like a fucking piss-up ferry so i did that for about four years and then i actually went I just, we all got made redundant and i was like what the fuck am i gonna do mm. and my uh was my friend's mom Was like Do you want to uh, You are man to photography Do you want to do a photography course I do a PLC course in Merino In Fucking the Five Lamps there So I was like oh, Alright I said Ah no I'm not going to do it And she just rang me the next day Going Oh, I signed you up To that portfolio course Just do it for the year And I was like Alright Grant So that's kind of when I started photography then. I bumped into a few people in there. One of the lads who I was, he was in my class, like, oh, I'm doing a bit of a system work for this fashion photographer. And then I was looking at stuff he was doing. I was like, whoa, that's cool. I would love Mm. to do that. Got on to a few photographers and eventually Barry McCall, who'd be like, you know, he'd be like a big, photographer still you know he's shot like everybody you know he's shot like, i
1: always remember someone telling me that naomi campbell he yeah, shot right Yeah, he
2: did that for a new bridge yeah yeah, yeah he shot naomi Cam- he shot he's,
1: he's loads as low he's yeah, his portfolio he's, is massive
2: yeah he's shot like hollywood actors and all that kind of stuff so he's really really big so i assisted him for the, for about uh, only about a, i think about six weeks maybe and i think in the first couple of weeks we we had shot like yeah there was like you 2 were in and it was like Brian O'Driscoll and all these people, and I was like, wow. "Whoa, this place is fucking cool! I want to be a photographer." This day.
1: what was it? What was it about? Like the sort of the six weeks or the period? Like what was it? The fact that you were, you know, got to be creative with all these like people that were coming to the doors. Ho- I like... was just holding
2: a reflector and getting sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> it was just he was, and I got on really well with Barry, and it's just he was. It was just like every day was just so different. Yeah, and. Pretty much just rock up on it, whatever. Like, you'd be up at like five o'clock in the morning, showing up to a location, and uh, even just the model and the hair and the makeup and the clothes and all the kind of stuff. Mm. Like, not something like mad into hair making clothes, but just (laughs) everything just coming together and all the elements coming together, and then seeing the finished product, seeing it in print or seeing it in an ad or whatever. And I was like, this is like, because I I was mad into like art drawing and painting and stuff when I was younger. So, and I used to just draw like famous people all the time. I used to draw like Bob Marley, then fucking. And he's a like, two-pack, <laughs> yeah. uh, whoever it may be. Yeah. You know that and Stone Roses, yeah. an Oasis And he used to draw. it like, so was mad into drawing portraits and stuff. So yeah. I guess it kind of, you know, when it came to composition and stuff and shooting people, it all kind of worked for me as well. Oh, that's you know? so
1: interesting. Yeah, I, lo- I lo- love one of my favorite things when we have people in is finding out why people do what they do, like yeah. what led them onto like yeah. being who they are.
2: Even with the the photography thing, it was um, it was I was mad into like like graffiti and spray painting mm. so that was the first sort of uh, that was what made me like constantly shoot all the time uh, we used to go and spray paint like all oh, sort of Dublin artists and stuff so I used yeah. to go and take shots of people say something go oh so and so finished a piece down and the lane down there I'd go and take a picture of it and I used to scan it on the computer and up. I had a website like an Irish graffiti website oh, and I used to upload all this no stuff way. on the website and that was in like 1998 so I was only 14 when I was doing that so wow. that was like young that was like you'd be scanning a photo it would like take about 10 minutes to like scan a photo and then uploading it on it like
1: But this this is obviously before, like, social media, right?
2: Aye, this is before social media. And MySpace
1: wasn't even out in 94, was
2: it? No, 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 it wasn't 94. It was, sorry, 98 it was. I was 14, 98. 98, 98. How old are you now? Uh, 35.
1: Oh, damn it. How old are you? 36.
2: I'm 36. Yeah. Eh? I nice look young. You're baby-faced.
1: So do you. Um, no, you look very get young told,
2: When I tell people look 35 now, yeah, maybe not today, but sometimes, <laughs>
1: like, oh, I thought you were younger. Oh, I still get asked for ID in Aldi, so
2: yeah, damn, actually, my brother uh, gets asked for ID for smokes sometimes. And really? he's like two yeah. kids. He does look like, he looks like a, a proper little <laughs> baby now. He's a proper baby <laughs> face. But, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, that was kind of the start and it was just taking pictures of uh, graffiti and art and like to be honest with you, I was mad into it but I wasn't that good you know what I mean like yeah. I was into the painting and stuff but I wasn't as good but I was just interested in shooting everything and shooting the colours and, and I mean you can see now even just kind of that art now is so popular mm-hmm. as well you know you yeah. have like Macer and Aches and all these lads mm. so it's a you know and I'm still kind of connected with them I met Macer when I was in, in a field like when I was like F- probably fourteen, fifteen. So No yeah, way. Yeah. And really? when I remember yeah, and Bal Doyle, I was met him to Backer, he was he was painting a piece and did a little shout out and all on all the side of it. So no every way. time I'm talking to him like, I remember <laughs> meeting you in a field years ago. Really? Yeah, 20 oh, years ago we had whatever. him
1: in here as well. He was telling us all about starting out. It's just yeah. so cool. Like yeah, do you know what I mean? yeah. to think of like him being in fields or you guys being yeah, in fields yeah, and to yeah. where you end up, you yeah, know, and
2: it's mad and yeah, that has shaped you. He was even saying the same thing to me. I was like, Jesus Christ, I remember me. The kids, this was in, in uh, Bald Oil race course, which is all apartments now. But he mm. used to rock up to that field. I used to go with my camera because every week there'd be new paintings there because the walls are really good and it was like a huge field and no one would ever stop you, you know, they're yeah. going kind to of make because obviously it was illegal is illegal obviously but yeah. <laughs> you know the, the likes of Al he's done so well for himself as well yeah. now like, and I, sometimes I, I I think to myself Jesus you know he's done so much stuff I'm like did you not put that up it seemed like Wembley Stadium the steps there I'm like did you not be showing people more of that stuff you need to post more he's yeah. done some huge yeah. huge gigs you know so yeah that's kind of the, that was it then after that then I kind of that was when I always ha- kept the camera with me mm-hmm. you know so like even growing up I have pictures of everything from like my confirmation to you know that way like I used to take yeah. the camera with me, but now everybody has a everyone has a camera in their pocket I don't think people really print photos anymore you know so
1: My mother does Does she? Oh stop really? She's desperate She, ta- she takes She takes Saves photographs like off my Instagram and like Facebook, and then I come home and she's one of those like really tacky That's like <laughs>
0: photo albums and things that and just
1: like, mom, that was like a selfie I took on a night out. Put like some wall, she puts them up on the wall. Yeah, she's a spare gross. room where she's all just like photographs. That's like,
2: cool because no one like has that like tangible print anymore. You know, yeah, like I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't even print that many photos myself. It's only recently I'm shooting thirty-five mm for the first time, and it's. An Years, you know, on, on a shoot, like, but geez, it's great just to have that print now, which people just don't really do anymore, you know.
1: What's your favorite camera to use? Um, favorite,
2: I like it, to, like, to be honest with you, it's at the moment, I'm just using 5D, which is like a real, I'm, I'm
1: asking standard. you this, like, I know, I have no idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I'd use like a Canon, it would be like, you know, a Canon would be uh, my kind of camera of choice, I go to, yeah, just because it's. It's all changing now. Everybody's using kind of Sony now. All the young people use Sony's, mm-hmm. and they're all the new, uh, all the new Sony A seven R's. They're kind of the technology. They're almost like you know. Sometimes I see some of the stuff. You kind of know when someone shot something on the mm-hmm. Sony. All young people are buying it. They're just because they're great for video and you know video so big now. So for mm-hmm. video and stills and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, no, Canon's. I've just been using Canon for years. It's Just when
0: started.
1: you when you shoot. Do you see the photograph in a particular way? So like when, you know, when a musician is in the studio and they hear music, they see it in waves or Jason Byrne was in here a couple of weeks ago and he said that he sees his comedy in paint, in in colours.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think like composition-wise you'd, you'd see, yeah, I guess... Yeah, like, it, even when it comes to, say, you're putting, like, say, for a, a, a first shoot, you're putting a mood board together, mm. and you know, when you have the hair and the makeup, the styling, the location, you know, when all the elements are coming together, like, mm. from, what you, from what you have together on your mood board and from what you might see in your in your eye, mm. like, it does eventually sort of, like, come together, like a painting, I'd say, as well. Yeah. But you kind of, you do, you have a vision of what you're going to shoot, and when it comes together, like, there's no better feeling when it comes together and it actually mm. looks, you know, looks exactly how you imagine it to look, you know.
1: Do you have a favorite photograph or a favorite project that you've worked on? Um, a favorite
2: project that I've worked on, um I guess like I mean there's a lot of projects I like working on and I think for different reasons for everything, you know. Um sometimes I think with a lot of photographers as well, their portfolio, I guess it's you know, you're never really happy as well, you mm. know, you're kind of there are things that I'm literally like loving Going through the whole process of doing it, shooting it, getting it done, going through the photos and then by the time it goes to print, you, you hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess it's like recording a song as well yeah. and you're in a band and you're on stage playing it like for a year. Yeah. And you're like, I hate that album.
1: Yeah. And then someone me. in the crowd saying, play the hit. You're like, I want them dead.
2: Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I guess it's it's like that there are j- there are jobs I, I enjoyed over the years for for different reasons, whether mm. it's for like, you know, you're like under pressure or, you're sh- or say you're, you might like be shooting on location or you mm-hmm. might because like I've done a lot like I don't just necessarily shoot a lot of stuff in studio it can be just like any sort of like job it can be sometimes you're fucking under pressure to get mm. the shots or whatever and you only have a you know a certain amount of time to get a certain shot or else it's like your personal projects you know you might be able to kind of take a bit more time to do stuff mm. but I think everything is you know I, I think sometimes I'm just like I even say it to my girlfriend, I'm just like, geez, I'm just, I think we should be just happy that we're able to do this for 100%. a living. You know what I mean? 100% I'm like, this is, jeez, this is, this is great. Do like, you
1: feel lucky that you're one of those people that have found something that you're passionate for? Ah, found yeah. a bit of a purpose and not only are you able to do it and pay rent, but yeah. be successful at it?
2: Ah, yeah, 100%. Like, I think it's, sometimes I'm just like, have to kind of just like like it, you know what it, I always look back at even when was like, uh, I was working like because I did all the little jobs when I was younger working doing trolleys and super quinn and doing work <laughs> and super whatever it was you yeah. know at the start or even like even just getting the studio, and f- like some days, God, Jesus, I don't even have any fucking money. You know that kind of way mm-hmm. to get lunch or whatever, and just I fucking hope I can pay the rent or whatever it might be. You know, the f- for the first year, and it wasn't like I was like a teenager. I was like twenty. F- how many eight years? Ago? I was like twenty-seven. You know that mm-hmm. kind of way, twenty-eight. It wasn't like I was like oh, this is like I was older. Like yeah, I had a job for four or five years that. I was that we're probably getting too much money for working for Irish Ferries or whatever it might be yeah. to actually having you know no money to, to being on the dole, you know, for a couple of years and then going to college and then having fuck all money and then actually being able to like and then slowly appreciating, you know, getting money for jobs you actually mm. enjoy doing. And it's just like a slow process. Now you have people in assisting me and I'd say to them, Look here, you know, Or whatever, and we pass them on the job and say, "Look, do you want to do this job? Think Mm. you can do it? Like, get up two grand a month." And you're like, "I'm like, you can't fuck. You know what I mean? I'm like, you can't. Like, you've done nothing. Like, you've no portfolio. Like, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so it's 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 sort of like." I think it's when you're slowly <laughs> sort, and I was living in my ma's gaff as well. Yes. You know what I mean? For years, like, it's, th- yeah. it's not like I'm out of my ma's, like, years. I'm fucking, I moved out a few years <laughs> ago. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, sl- you're slow, you need to slowly do, I mean, you're slowly building up business and slowly building up clientele. You Like, you appreciate mm. getting paid for doing the work as well. And I think if you're, and I've said this before, like, just, if you're, anyway, sort of like, Sound and reliable and you you don't necessarily like because there's photographers out there who are fucking I just look at stuff I'm like I can't even like fucking fathom doing that kind of stuff you know and they're brilliant and you know but some people even in college there's loads of people in my college I don't know if I think maybe one or two of them ended up doing photography and actually Mm. are still doing it now but I think and they were ten times better than I was like technically everything but some people just I don't think you know are cut out for the or have the patience to kind of slowly you know build up business yeah some people can't make money in the first year like fuck this
1: well there's a really good quote what is this god i've always do this and i never get it right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, those who sow the seeds should not (laughs) sorry
2: get on to uh, get on to google
1: there uh don't, oh, don't plant the seed and accept, ex- oh.
2: <laughs> expect, expect something to sow it, isn't it?
1: <laughs> don't, don't sow, this is, this is so embarrassing, I do this yeah, every Cut week. this
2: out now. <laughs> <And> don't,
1: <laughs> don't sow the seed and expect to eat the fruit on the same day.
2: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Is
1: that's, that, is yeah. that an apt kind of, thanks very much, thanks
2: very That much. makes sense, yeah. But,
1: but that's really uh, interesting the way you say there about, um you know, passing on jobs and people like I want X amount of money for it because I remember having not an argument but a heated debate with somebody um, about you know I would have been very like that when I started out um, with Fight Connect TV as my other baby and uh, you know I I worked for free for three years I mean I travelled the country and worked for three days on the trot for no money and all because I had a vision and I knew where it would go and I remember a friend of mine being like, you like, you need, I don't know what is going on with you, yeah. but like you need to like get some self-worth and like cop on. She was basically, yeah, yeah. she couldn't see, like I was saying, it will pay off. I yeah, know of course, this is, yeah. it's numbers, it's views. I yeah, know if yeah. I keep doing it, it will build the audience and then the money will come afterwards. Yeah, yeah of course. And, um, Just having that kind of back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then having a a conversation on the back of that with someone much younger, about 10, 15 years younger than me that's starting out in sort of like creative content. And she was like, I don't do anything for free. I know my worth. And I was like, well, best of luck to you with that because I think you have to hustle. And oh, you have to grind, and you have yeah, to get your hands dirty, and just know that it will pay off. And sometimes it doesn't.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent. And you, you look
1: back and you go, "Fuck, I shouldn't have done that." Or I'll yeah. never do anything I like mean, that again. But
2: I don't think it. I, I think if you know, you know, there's certain things, elements in like there's certain jobs I've done. I was like, "What the fuck was I doing that for?" Yeah. yeah. But like, I've always stuck to my guns. I'm like. I know, like like you, see, uh, you asked me earlier, like, what was the first thing when you're kind of like, I can make money? And that was just my n- uh, next door neighbour came back from the States. I used to live, live beside years ago in my mum's place. And he was like, oh, like oh, your mom said you're doing photography now in college. I said, whatever. Like, 25. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, well, I'm working in, in Dunn stores in the head office. i back. He was working in New York. He was with Dermot, his name, working in Baby Gap. And he was like, come in and do it. Do you want to come in and do a couple of photos for, wow. of clothes and stuff? So I was like, yeah, grand. And I was after assist and Barry and stuff. So I was like, look, I'll be able to. So I said to my mum, I was like, here, ma'am I need to buy fucking lights. I've go I'm after going in and had a meeting with them and telling like it was like it was Michael Heffernan. I think he owns what's he own now? He owns one that was like cl- online cloud, and he's one of the, dun- the Heffernan sons who owned done Stores. Yeah. So the meeting with him was like a desk like that long. It was just me and him. I was like, yeah, yeah I can do that I didn't even have a portfolio to show I just told him I can. Oh, yeah, I can do that and I can do this. And I just ripped out pages of magazines. I can do all this stuff.
1: He's probably like, he's fantastic. He didn't even bring a portfolio. <laughs> so <laughs> Fuck I, him.
2: I went in with he was like okay let's do a test shoot and we did a test shoot with someone out of the office and that was the first kind of job we did did another shoot then with all the products and stuff and it went to print and was like on like it was like the first thing was like in windows and in billboards and everything it was the first thing I did like first job I'd kind of done photography and I was like Mm -hmm. obviously if if they think it's good enough to fucking put in a billboard and print it out in shops and it was in all over I was like I got paid fuck off for it I didn't care I was there for like three months and I didn't really give a shit. I was like, mm. do you know what? I know now this is my first client and I know I can do this. Yeah. You know, and that game. And then people just writing on Facebook or Bebo, I think it was at the time. People being like, that's deadly. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you know like, what I mean? So you've
1: made it. I
2: was like, sweet. I can actually, you know, make money. doing. It. Even though I didn't make any money doing it. I was like, yeah. I can make if a commercial, if a company like that will trust ah, me I haven't done
1: on your portfolio at like the start, even though
2: it was just like someone someone just standing there with a handbag and a white background I was like this is it <laughs> 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 I've made it <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: what, what's been some of your proudest moments
2: um, I I guess like just and it
1: doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be work. I, yeah. In life, life proud moments.
2: Um, I like. I mean, proud moments. I don't know. I guess like things that I'm kind of proud of is just being able to kind of cr- create a business yeah. and, um, you know, make money for it and build kind of relationships with everybody as well. You know, I always think that's definitely We
1: well, you're very much well one liked aren't you the most you?
2: important things I don't know if I'm well liked oh everybody. you are
1: you are I don't people I, I I always have... say
2: to Jesus she says you're a bleeding moany bastard you <laughs> work <laughs> 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 I was like what was that oh yeah I probably was that day
1: well but when uh... I said you were coming on the podcast anyone that I know that knows you was like oh I love him he's fantastic uh,
2: people I mean I've, do you know what like I think that is definitely and it's, I say the same thing to to most young people like if you're so, and anyone that I have met, that's mm. that's doing well now. Like they're all, especially in Ireland, like you just have to be kind of like sound. Like people yeah. have, to, you have to be like, in some way, able to hold a conversation with somebody and be yeah. sociable. You know, mm. There's some people who are kind of you know introverts and they don't say much. And then you see their work and like, right, okay, I get, I get his buzz. He gets the job done. He's you know that's the way he is. But yeah. like, I mean, I think uh, Ireland is especially my kind of business because it was all about going out and starting meeting people and doing this and doing that and Mm. I think it still has a big social because you're just on set with people all the time and you're like traveling and you're like you know you're constantly kind of like moving every day is you know a different day and like I said even with yourself you're traveling up and down the country Mm -hmm. and you're you're meeting like all these fighters and all these people you've you know watched over the years and you know I get that even we did the thing for Dave you know Dave Fogarty Connor's yeah, photographer yeah, he of was
1: course, like yeah, him Dave, yeah.
2: yeah he got me to do the, the first proper 12 campaign he just came in and was like here I've never like I've obviously shooting Connor for years but I've never yeah. done like a fucking campaign and you know will you fucking help me do it I was like of course you can fucking do it you've been like
1: yeah
2: all you need to do is you know Put together a mood board and mm. picked the locations, and we picked the locations. So that was like, even seeing that element of him, how he was working with Connor. Connor just fucking runs around, like shows up two hours late. And fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just.
1: Only two hours for you, was it? I think one you, of the, I've known him to turn up <laughs> three days late oh in no, some games.
2: We, we did. Dave was, I think, on holidays, and he asked me to do something else. And I think call time's like at eight, and I think he showed up like two and got the, and left at like three. But he got the job done.
0: Yeah yeah you
2: know what i mean yeah. and that's and seeing like and working with somebody like that as well like that's tough gig for for dave you're kind of like have to stay ready all the time you yeah. could be like we're going to vegas and then he doesn't know when he's home
1: i've been I've, I've, no, <laughs> like <laughs> i'm over the years dave's been like i have to go see you later i'm gone yeah. i'm going to bleed and whatever yeah. but with connor it, it like obviously uh, he's got a wealth of experience now being being behind the camera, but is it a little bit different working with someone like Conor McGregor as opposed to, like, a professional model who yeah, that's the day job? I think
2: Conor is, like, a professional model, though. Like, the minute, like, you have him in front of the camera, he's just, like, he knows Comes what alive. looks good.
1: Yeah. You
2: know what I mean? He's <laughs> always, like, his life is, is playing almost to the camera. It's almost yeah. like his own movie that he's starring in. Mm. you know what I mean which was great because even I was like I think I took like one picture at the start and I was like fuck that's a great shot Really (laughs) delighted Mm. I get that in my portfolio yeah but he's just he's just a mover you know that kind Mm. of way and he he looks good on camera so I think that's Dave like it'd be different for Dave if he was shooting you know Mm. someone maybe not as Without that personality, you know yeah. that kind of way. So yeah, it's great yeah. to obviously having someone like uh, Connor is like a male mod- a model, though he yeah. is. He moves like a male model. He can. He just has the swagger.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, so he's easy to.
1: Can you, can can you to do shoot. like what, give us an example of direction for someone like Conor McGregor? I, do
2: you know what? I don't think he can. More give, swag. He can't really <laughs> give him direction. I don't. I don't even think like even the first time I, I shot him, I think Dave was there and Dave was like, I "Don't think he likes you." <laughs> 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 because I was like telling him go back and do that again.
1: Yeah. And
2: Dave was like, That's one of the reasons he asked me to do, be part of the job because like Dave was like, I can't tell him to do that. He yeah listen to
1: Dave me. probably just opened his mouth to it. Dave
2: him. was like, Yeah, so I was like, Go back and do that and then I think because we had to shoot for two days, and he he definitely didn't like me, uh, and he, I think he'd said today, "What the fuck is your man doing here?" <laughs> and then it wasn't until his one of his security came in, and I knew him from years ago, uh, Dennis. And then he was like, "Oh, I haven't watched the story, blah blah blah. And then after that, I think Connor was like, "Right, actually, he's alright." Yeah. And then by the next day, then Connor texts me on Instagram, being like, "Look, because we're in, we went from Dublin to up north, and we're shooting, and we're fucking." Up all night or whatever, and the next day he just takes me on. Look, do you know what, thanks very much, you were fucking brilliant, or whatever.
1: Well, they and turned he, out phenomenal. And
2: then he got me again to do another bit for him, or asked me a couple of times when Dave wasn't available, so I was just like, I'll take that then. That's grand.
1: You're in, you're in, you're in yeah, the. In, you're in the, the, in the crew there. now. And I'm
2: like, because i to, like, I'm not a, a big UFC head or whatever. Well, I yeah. am sort of now, I wouldn't be as hardcore obviously as yourself, but like, yeah. I'd watched like the big fights or whatever, you know. Did we do a
1: bit was, yourself? No,
2: no, we didn't. <laughs> <in the buttocks. laughs> I actually shot stuff with Jim uh, Shark <laughs> before, and, and oh, uh, brilliant. Owen was like, I'll oh,
1: come down!" And... Oh yeah, and, uh, Owen Roddy is there. He was brand, like, "Come down brand and, brand and roll bastards. around on, in,
2: in Charlestown." I was like, "Me fuck, I can't. My knees. I have like bogey knees." I'm like, "No." Did
1: you did, uh, did you not go down? No, no.
2: I didn't ah, go down, no. Evan. I could probably go down again, but like, there's no point in me going down. I'm too fucking. I'm too heavy to be getting rolling around No, there no, 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 no. That's bounce. an
1: excuse. That's an excuse. Get yourself down there.
2: Are you doing it as well? Then? I, yeah, I do and ju- all, jiu- yeah. jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. Yeah. I only
1: fight in jiu-jitsu not in Muay Thai.
2: You know um Dave, Metabolic Dave.
1: Gorgeous Dave.
2: Gorgeous Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah metabolic Sex, fitness. Sexy Dave.
1: Sexy Dave, sexy Dave yeah.
2: Did yeah, yeah. you, you <laughs> train that place, Collie and all? Yeah, Double yeah. Combat
1: Academy, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, they look like they're Solid lads.
1: So the training there is. Yeah. Dave does PTs with Collie, so yeah, he doesn't yeah. come down sparring, but holy crap.
2: Yeah, yeah. No I always say to him, would he not go? Would he not have an L spar? He's really good. Yeah, he's it's, so like, I for just For anyone his...
1: listening, go watch his Instagram. It's Metabolic Fitness. Dave yeah. is like, he's it's maybe 40, fitness. is he? He's
2: 41.
1: He is Shane he's a baby there. Face. Uh, he is yeah. um, an unbelievable, unbelievable nick. nick. Yeah. Like, he incredible. Make, he doesn't eat bread around yeah
2: <laughs> that's why he looks so good <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason he looks well It's just and
1: he's like running oh you do a lot of hiking with him though yeah, don't you yeah. didn't I see you do hiking
2: yeah, yeah Dave's just active as well looks after himself I think he's like you know it's gas anyone that I know that meets him is just like Jesus he's uh, in some nick that fella yeah isn't he? he
1: really is I
2: remember we'd run in Hout and I'd be a mile behind him and I could, you know, people, be, you'd be running by people and he go, Jesus, I see your man back there with his top off. You could hear them talking about him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you hear uh, the gasps yeah, of, of yeah. women as they pass.
2: I ah, yeah, they'd be loving them, yeah. Yeah, totally. he's, uh, But that's it as well. Like, I mean, he's kind of th- th- the top of his sort of game as well. I guess if you're, you know, if you're in that sort of fitness business, you need to kind of, you know, look the part, you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Well, you're your own portfolio, essentially, yeah, yeah,
2: aren't you? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, uh yeah, no, I tried this and I, I haven't I, I go through phases now. Lockdown, that was the only thing that was keeping me sane was probably um I was actually meeting Dave, I think a lot of the days going for cycles and mm. stuff like that as well. Because it's just for me I couldn't do anything really during lockdown. I was just yeah. trying to do little bits and bobs of whatever I could, taking pictures of myself. I was coming into town the other time, it was just geez, there was nothing to nothing to do. Mm. But once lockdown ended now it was uh it was I was just flat out then again. Mm. Everybody kind of I think Everyone was worried that there was going to be a lockdown again. I didn't ever think we we're going to be locked down again. You know,
1: well here you go. Did you get, or do you, have you gotten over the course of the journey? Creative lulls, and what oh, brings yeah, you back to being totally inspired?
2: Um, yeah, you definitely. I think bits of life kind of bring you back, uh, back to being inspired as well. You go through phases. I think of, I think when something becomes like a job like there was Mm. even a couple of weeks ago I said I was even saying to Jenny I was like jeez I'm wrecked now and I'm miles behind and you're just saying yeah I can do that and you're showing up and you're shooting and you're on the computer down to like 2 o'clock in the morning and you're getting up at 6 and you're doing like a whole you know 3 day shoot again Mm. so I think it's just sometimes you need to just definitely take a break I think to be honest with you when we said we're going to second lockdown again I was like I don't mind if it's like I wouldn't mind like three weeks Yeah. On, to be
0: honest <laughs> with
2: you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I'm still playing catch up now. Yeah. From like, I've been trying to play catch. And I was meant to have like a big enough shoot then for another four days. So when we did go into second lockdown, I was like, Do you know, what? I need to just take a breather anyway. Mm. So it was nice just to I'm still catching up now. So it was nice to just, you know, take a, a bit of a break. But luckily enough, it was working. It's people mm-hmm. who aren't. Or, and that's another thing, you're kind of like, you know, uh, luckily enough, I was able to go straight back in and work, you know. Luckily, my job isn't, you know, you're not in a crowded office mm. or whatever. You're in, like, small groups of, of people. So that was one sort of thing that I was, you know, I'm obviously fairly grateful for. But, uh, yeah, like, hopefully, I just, you just don't know what way it's going to go, really, do you? You
1: don't.
2: It's the thing, you Could know? you
1: imagine yourself doing something different?
2: No. No, there's no way I'd be... Uh, I don't, you know, I, I always even kind of said I'd love to just work for myself, you know. Mm. Even when I was working for Irish Fries, I got to the stage where I was like, we were. I started the job just like normal everyday collecting trays and then I was in the kitchen on my own.
1: Yeah. And I
2: was like, I like being in the kitchen on my own. <laughs> yeah. I like people not like asking me like, yeah. stupid questions all the time, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I do kind of like working, <laughs> like I don't necessarily like working on my own. I love working with like different people all mm-hmm. the time. But, you know, I like sort of being my own boss. But then again, at the end, like like any job, you're always answering to somebody. Like, yeah, I might have ten, yeah. 10 other bosses on to me asking me where yeah. is this and where is that, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that's all part of it, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you believe in life purpose?
2: Do I believe in life purpose? Yeah. Um,
1: do you believe that you were put here to do this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I believe it was put here to do this? I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I believe... What do I believe? I don't know. What do believe put her to do this? I, I think it was definitely, it was meant to do, had something to do with art. I think it had mm-hmm. to be like, you know, even when I was, you know, from play school to fucking now, it was just, I was all about like either painting or drawing or creating some sort of art, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with work, you definitely, there definitely is a love-hate sort of thing, you know, with photography sometimes. I'm like, oh fucking just like, I'd go to like, even when I started, you'd go to an event and be like, where's your camera? And they'd be like, fuck off. they just let yeah. me just enjoy yeah. <laughs> the christening or whatever the fuck I was at. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but there's people like even one of my, one of my friends now, he's uh, Tony Kelly. He's from Finglas now. He'd be like a big, big photographer and he'd be like doing, you know, massive campaigns for, you know, for... Jesus, for who is he? Everybody in the in the states, be shooting all celebrities, Justin Bieber, and you name it. You wow. know, so he's uh, and he he were he started off I think doing like Northside people, you know, he was like taking pictures of football matches, and then he went no to use, yeah, then he went to News the world and stuff. So, and then I like, kind of look at him, and he's out in L.A. now. He's re- released another, I think his like fourth book, maybe or his third or fourth book, uh, and he's like, you know, he's he lives a good life as well mm. you know he, he works very hard but then when he takes then he might take a month off during the summer you mm. know sailing around fucking Ibiza oh. or you know what I mean so it is nice That's to dream it is nice to have maybe you know work hard I think you know work hard on big projects and you know put the work in but also don't forget to you know mm. you need to slow down every now and again and and take a break because I think when you are working for yourself you're dealing with you know a lot all the time that's when I, I some, someone asked to assist me there recently and they are like I was like oh, can I say if any days day I said, oh, I'm said, i shooting on Tuesday I'm shooting on Friday and they are like oh, well I can only do one day because I've lots of edits I need to do and I'm like you've lots of edits you need to do I'm like you can fucking have a laugh I've been shooting like solid for like for, for, for like t-
1: 20 years
2: <laughs> for, for four months <laughs> so I'm like just say yeah and show up yeah. You know, that kind of way. And yes,
1: ha- yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. so good. That's such a slogan.
2: Yeah. Just say yes and show up. Show up, yeah, yeah, and do whatever. I was doing anything. Like, I had a lad now, Dan, I asked him to shoot with me. Uh, come on and shoot with me. He's a really, really good photographer. And I basically had him holding a board on a beach standing behind it for the whole shoot didn't see anything for the whole thing <laughs> he just held this thing like this in the wind uh, boards <laughs> as a backdrop and he just he didn't give a shit he just did it yeah you know what I mean and at the end it was like how was that and he was like ah oh, yeah great cheers yeah. great but, but he understands like this is you know this has is to be done this is part of it you know mm-hmm. that kind of way so I think I was just holding stuff for Barry, just a reflector or yeah. getting cheese toasties down the shop.
1: <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? So I think it's just about crafting. I think any job as well. And then just sort of, work. you do need to work hard. I think mm. you'd be very lucky if you if you weren't putting in the hours and you managed to do well. Mm. In Where
1: did that life. work ethic come from? Have you always had it? Um,
2: I think it probably just like... I guess not really having any money when you're younger, you know yeah, that kind of way you're just yeah. like. I think my mom was just like, listen, if you can get a job, go and get a job because, yeah. you know, I haven't. She was like, I haven't got any money, yeah. For you, so absolutely, go out and work. And she worked all like she worked her. Like I, was, I guess seeing her work all the time, mm-hmm. she was always working. Even I think when we were, I think when we were working, she was still working, maybe two jobs. You know that kind of mm-hmm. way. So I guess that was sort of. And then I, I definitely, if you're passionate about something you'll work you know that mm. kind of way I don't know but I did even when I was working uh, in any sort of job I just put the hours in mm. even if it was coming in hungover yeah I'd do it you know yeah. but for the first few years of just doing this job I'd never really drink or anything I was like right you know you need to be fresh headed and still now I'd be mm. like I can't be going in I can't. when you're your own boss you can't really go in hungover can you
1: yeah well you don't really want to do no, it no you it's don't it's di- that's, that's I the... have done
2: it now yeah. so. <laughs> not that often you know what I mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have done it but not that often Well it's the beauty of you know working for yourself there's certain luxuries that come with that but then there's also the downside of turning up hungover and you're yeah, the guy yeah. that has to answer the phone or take yeah, the photographs yeah, or yeah. do the work you know Yeah 100%
2: but like, like I mean I'm used to dealing kind of with like sometimes I'm like shooting and I'm dealing with emails and you're dealing with everything you're dealing with your accounts and your accounts and you're you're actually like Do you know what I am fucking really good at this I, can...
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am just on a roll here I'm banging <laughs> jobs out today I'm after to fuck... you know what I mean I'm doing it all and then there's other days I'm like I am fucking chasing my tail here I yeah. am fucking up shit's creek but like I mean I guess that's just part of the job at the start you know it becomes easier after a while
1: where are you most confident?
2: Um. Where am I most confident? Mm. I don't know. Like, if I have an idea, if, when it's your own idea, like, obviously, sometimes clients come to you with an idea and, like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And this is what we need to do. But I think once you're, you know, and that, and this is the job and, you know, this is what we're going to execute. And I'm like, OK, go. Cool. But, like, when it's your own, you know, idea or it's your own shoot, like, mm. I mean, that's when you have your the most control. Yeah. And you can tell people, no, we're not doing this way, this way we're doing it, or this way I see we're doing it, you know? So mm. I think that's probably just, yeah, I don't know. I'm confident and... I don't know, but you'd be confident. Yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm always kind of quietly confident in, in jobs now. Even when I'm like, I think at the start, it was almost like, I think, and I always say this now as well, but any of my friends who are in business now, mm. there's always this like confident stupidity that you sort of have when you're doing something, you know? Or like <laughs> if some of my friends attempt, I'm going to do this, I'm going to set up this company, and I'll be like... <laughs> <laughs> and you joke and then, now you see they're fucking making they've made a million already yeah. and they're kind of like okay I get it so yeah, this a yeah. kind of like a stupid confidence yeah. that you go in with so I think I'm stupidly confident or I have been when I was starting out so that's carried well, it's me it's
1: not a bad way to be carried me a while isn't it what is a bit of a, um, a philosophical question but what is... these
2: qu- quotes and questions <laughs> today <laughs>
1: sometimes I deliver them quite arseways Um, but what is what will be your definition of greatness
2: do you know what that kind of changes over the uh, you know over the years with work when I think definition of greatness I was watching uh, that I don't know if you've seen it that sushi documentary don't you see that guy he's like a little uh, lad he has this uh, he's like 90 year old and he's making sushi in Tokyo in basically has this uh, uh, sushi restaurant in like a Tokyo subway somewhere and it's like you know booked out for like six months and he always said like you know it's all about you know hard work and you know working hard and simplicity and kind of you know all the elements sort of coming together and then I and I was like, oh, maybe I should be technically really, really good at what I do. Mm. And then when you're kind of speaking to different people, even my friend Tony, was like, I'm g- going to be technically really good. That's what I want do. I want to get everything like I need to know. And he was just like, you don't need to know that. You don't mm. need to be technically good at anything. He's like, it's all about the image and, you know, what you're shooting and the work you're putting out. And he's like, all mm-hmm. the technical shit. He's like, you can get someone to do that. If yeah. you don't know to use this camera, he goes, someone will show you how to use it. He's like, make it about the image. Mm. So... I don't even know what the question was again. What was the question? That <laughs>
1: yeah. well, was a great answer for uh, your defi- definition of greatness. Yeah, I don't know. I think
2: it just depends. Like, definition of greatness. I, I don't know. Like, now, like, my idea of what I wanted, like, I was like, I want to do this. And I want to, you know, be this cool fucking photographer who shoots in the States. And I wanted now I'm just like, I just not want to, like, have a nice life.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah, and I want, yeah, like, your yeah, idea yeah. of what, you know, I wanted out of it kind of changes over the years. Mm. Now I'm just like, if I could, like... Have a cushion life there and yeah. just like, you know, <laughs> get to travel still and enjoy what I do. Like that's the definition of like greatness for me, you know, mm. and, and not having that ego. I think when you're younger you have this kind of ego, like I'm gonna be fucking oh, daddy, yes. this
0: <laughs> be oh, the best, yes. at
2: whatever, and fuck you know, but now I'm just like yeah. just to enjoy my life and be able to like provide for if I have a family, you mm. know kind of do that and still enjoy myself and get to do the things that I like to do as well as work and Mm -hmm. produce good work I think that's sort of more important now when you get older as opposed to just like Going. I think I used to just want to be like on the session and shooting celebrities and doing this. Like yeah. I thought that's <laughs> sort of what I was going to do. Like,
0: <laughs> it,
1: is it know? as you expected? Like when you look back at that time when you started and you had the vision for what your life might be like as a photographer oh, and to be successful. Yeah. And, and as you look at your life now, it, it, has it lived up to it? Has it exceeded I mean, your expectations?
2: It, it's definitely like exceeded, but I didn't know like what I was going to, like, I didn't exactly necessarily do very well in in school or anything or do like you know I always knew I was going to do something arty but I didn't know exactly what it was going to be mm-hmm. but I didn't like I didn't exactly have an idea of what it was going to, when I left school I was like what am I going to do I was like right I'll do Dan did sound engineering yeah. I'll just fucking do that as well make music maybe I can just And I think we mean him worked on a gig before and like I think it was like Justin Timberlake or something played a gig and we were like, being way. like a, uh, just wrapping up cables for after a gig and I was like I'm not fucking doing this shit <laughs> 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 I was like this is just and then do and you know and I remember talking to some lad and he was about 60 and he was like I've done all the gigs I've done and he was just wrapping up cables and I was like there's the, there's the definition of hard work and then there's just accepting that you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life yes and I was like no way I think yeah. me and Dan actually we didn't even finish we were like get the fuck out of here
1: yeah, I was love like, that. I
2: don't want to do this, and then I knew I like that was one thing I did, and I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah, you know, okay, I like making fucking beats on Reason or whatever the the thing was that the, the beat making thing was at the time, yeah. and obviously Dan obviously gone on and done quite well yeah. out of it, you know. But I was just like that. This isn't me. This isn't what I want to do.
1: But that it, that's that's why it's so important for people. I feel you know, growing up that they. Do many things. Yeah, yeah, Try definitely. many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to know a good way to find what you want to do or what you like or what you love in life is yeah. to find out first what you don't want to do or what you yeah, don't love. Yeah.
2: I think even, I I, so I think we had a, uh, even, I, I got my first job when I was 14, I think 15, I think Super Value, just facing off the shelves. I don't even think... Do you get a job that young anymore? Can you do like?
1: I don't think so. I think there's laws in place now. Yeah, yeah. And I know. Same with me. I was fourteen. I got a job in um from Waterford, and there was a, a restaurant pub restaurant called the City Arms. And I was yeah. thirteen or fourteen, and I used to get paid at the end of the week, cash yeah. into a brown envelope.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Totally
1: yeah. legal. like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But
2: you just don't see that really anymore. And I think that's yeah. where the, maybe that's where that sort of work ethic comes from. It's just mm. like working all the time. Yeah. I remember even like Saturday and Sunday now and I'd be hung over being super quint. Like literally like in bits <laughs> <after> thinking, like <laughs> some six cans of Dutch golf. And that was kind of and you just work through it, you know, you always I we used to work I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday after school and then Saturday and Sunday. Mm. I just do and I'd still go out and the, n- the night before or whatever for for those kind of job. Yeah. I remember even showing up to one day and the the boss was like You hung over Yeah and I was like, Yeah and he was like <laughs> What? you're not meant to come into work coming <laughs> over I'm like I'm pushing trolleys around the fucking car park <laughs> like I'm 17 like let me enjoy my life
1: that's <laughs> drinking and driving with <laughs> <for> your trolley <laughs> but uh yeah that's uh, so what you're saying is you credit all your success to Super Quinn
2: Super Quinn yeah good <laughs> <laughs> Quinn um no but just I think yeah working early definitely gives you a bit of a I think an experience of like how to show up on time for even yeah. a job. I don't even know people showing up, and I'm saying something. You're fucking late again. Mm. I'm like, oh, it's grand I'm like, if you know fucking, what's the word? Punctuation, punctuality, punctuality, is punctuality. Like if you know, is that
1: is that the most frustrating thing in your line of work?
2: No, because you know I've probably shown to play for <laughs> things as well. Like are you, I, like the thing? It gets to the stage now where I show up at the the, the time <laughs> I'm sitting there for two hours with the hair and makeup getting done. Yeah, you know that's yeah. one thing I've learned. You need to, what time do you need me at? 10? What time is I make about 10? Okay, so sure, I'll be there at 11.
1: Yeah, all right, very good. But
2: that's obviously just like, you can't do that if you're starting Treats out. The somebody who's <laughs> just like, right, fuck him, he not show up on time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Final question, okay. and then I'll let you go. <laughs> it's another f- philosophical one. Okay. How would you like to be remembered?
2: Jesus. And do you know what? I actually keep even thinking about this the other day, and I'm like, Jesus, I need to, like, put together some sort of, like, book or something of work. Yes, um, absolutely. But, like, I mean, that's years away, sure. Years and years and years. I said it to Jenny as well. I was like, I said to Jesus, I mean, I was talking about getting a house. It's like, yeah. fucking, like, it says, you're not going to be known as, like, a cool fucking photographer when you're, like, 60. And she's like, no, nah, you never know. Maybe you will. Maybe you will be the cool photographer when absolutely. you're 60. i mean, I suppose Barry McCall, he's still yeah. the fucking.
1: What's, what's the really famous, it's like, w- w- it's one name as a photographer? Rankin. Is it Rankin? He's, he's in his 60s, is he not? No,
2: he's not in his 60s. He's only pff, pff, in 50s, maybe.
1: Is he? No, clear, near enough.
2: Yeah, there's, uh, there's probably a few. Have one Could name. break
1: boundaries here, Evan. Yeah, no.
2: Listen, like I said, I'd be just happy to, you know, fucking be able to pay the bills. Buy a gaff. That'd be me. Really? Me. me what happier. would you What
1: would you want people to say about you? Like not I necessarily go- about your work y- 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 in general.
2: About me? They're
1: at your wake. There's a point of Guinness being poured.
2: Oh, Jesus. Fuck what are people know. saying? Saying uh, he was a moany bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he was a grumpy old bastard. I don't know. I You're don't not know.
1: Capricorn by any chance, are I you? I am
2: a Capricorn, yeah. do you know that? Are you a star
1: What am I like? I have guessed every single star sign that sat in that chair every single week. Really? For 52 episodes, yes.
2: Jesus, really? I'm an
1: absolute fucking astrology genius. You're in the wrong
2: game. I'm telling you. Mystic Bleeding,
1: (laughs) Mystic Bleeding Meg. (laughs) (laughs) Mystic Meg. Really? Have you guessed them all? Yeah, every single one, yeah.
2: That's mad. How is that now?
1: Because I study... I study the universe. No, I stu. I am obsessed with astrology. Yeah, Jenny Love is star as well. signs, and I've, I've. There's a book. It's called Moon, yeah. and it's basically I can't remember who's written by, but she goes into. Um, she's a former therapist, psycho- psychologist, but she studied uh, symbolism and astrology for years, and like loads of religions and stuff. But she goes into the breakdown of astrology and okay. the star signs and personality traits. So our... Uh, the personality traits that are associated with star signs go back to a time when we were cave people. Okay. And you were assigned different jobs within the commu- the the what would be back in the cave days? What would be called your community or yeah, your community, whatever? Yeah. Um. So if you were born uh, in March, yeah, in the morning time, you would be assigned jobs within the water in daytime, okay. like you so building boats or whatever. Okay. Because you're you're programmed to where. The sun and the moon Has revolved around the earth all this mag stuff A bit wild But I like a little bit Of wildness
2: Jenny's into that stuff as well She's like Oh you're Blah 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 You're married to your job Or something Whatever it is Capricorn you're
1: Yeah Well Capricorns are very moany Although you're not that moany Well, maybe ma- yeah. yeah maybe you just don't show me because I'm only I'm in here a couple of hours a week <laughs> I think I'm more
2: I think I'm more grumpy than moni
1: yeah would you find yourself stuck in your a, a very in, uh, stuck in your opinions
2: um would I be stuck in my opinions
1: yeah like would you grit it out would you refuse have refused to admit you were wrong or that your way of thinking was? I guess
2: I like, can be stubborn at times. Yes. Yeah.
1: Such a sea goat.
2: Yeah, I guess I can be stubborn. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I d- yeah, they're out there. I, d- I do know some other Capricorns and they've said it to me, oh, you're a Capricorn, aren't you? Yeah. And I can see they're kind of a bit odd.
1: Yeah. Is your girlfriend a, a fire sign? She's
2: um, sc- is she a scorp- Scorpio. Was Scorpio,
1: that? Novemberish.
2: Yeah, she's November the 18th, so it's Scorpio, isn't
1: it? Very passionate. Yeah. Very emotionally deep. If, uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably I don't know <laughs> but she's mad into all that stuff she's yeah. always telling me about fucking star signs and all that I and mean, even her dad was giving out going she's into fucking astrology <laughs> bullshit
1: so <there> you go. <laughs> yeah. Get the holy war quick
2: but um, yeah no, that's I, I guess I suppose you want to be remembered for I would like to produce, obviously, remembered for work I produced, so, yeah. but I mean, there's a long way to go. I think I'm only kind of starting now, really, mm. you know. Um,
1: I love that, that you view that, that where you are now is that you're only starting out. Yeah, I think it's like,
2: it's, because I think it takes so long for you to sort of uh, gain trust uh, mm. for people. And I think still, like, you're still kind of doing that with yeah. work, you know. Um, and I just think it takes a long time but everything's like a slow burner and, and I'm always saying that to people who are starting out I'm like just like people get onto me on Instagram how would, oh this is terrible I'm only starting out now in this fucking lockdown this is a load of shit and I'm like oh look I started out in the start of a recession mm-hmm. I got a uh, not the start of a recession just kind of like yeah I guess it was the start of a recession 2012 just towards the you know it was a recession anyway mm-hmm. no, the, the, even when I was talking about getting a space in town sure there was loads of spaces you could rent and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I'm just saying to them now, look, just, you know, now is a good time to start. But you just can't read. Wh- and I say to them, where are you living? I'm living home with my mom and dad and what are you doing? Oh, just, You know, I'm working in the cafe. I'm like, well, then stay working in the cafe, live at home with your man and dad. But like when you're off, you know, mm-hmm. organize shoots or there's always people who want, especially now, like I find like even now more so everybody has like digital cameras were expensive in 2012. Mm-hmm like even a Canon camera, like a low end would have cost you about a grand and a half. Now you can get gear for cheap and mm. everybody kind of has, you know, everyone's being creative now. So I think now more so than ever is the time to start. Mm. You know, I think around these kind of times there are times to be creative. You can see even with with art and prints now, everyone, even including myself, was like support artists, I was buying prints online. And, that kind of stuff so i think if you're going to start like now is the time to start and especially in the, the freelance sort of you know art world or photography world i think you know you just gotta keep shooting what you love and mm. you know and i think if you are really passionate about it you know it'll work mm-hmm. you know
1: what a fantastic <laughs> note to leave our, in- our interview on very inspirational uh, evan motivational speaking I, I think you should go oh, into yeah. next
2: me and you can go into quotes motivational speaking <laughs> astrology together
1: I'll do the quotes you do the photo that will go on the opposite page for the okay. book right deal <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming in
2: no problem at that all. was
1: really really cool yeah that was thank cool. you yeah I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed it.
2: it I enjoyed it too. did you
1: I did are you just saying that because no, in front did. of you no, no, no <laughs> I did
2: enjoy it I did because you go into these things normally and you're just like I don't know like I've done a few of them and one of them, the guy I did it with now he just didn't even ask me any questions really. I think it was just me talking. Yeah. Rambling, you know what I mean? <laughs> I liked your philosophical
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very
2: much. Uh but uh no,
0: works. But yeah,
1: I, I always get a little bit because um, obviously this was our first time meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when uh, when people come in that I haven't met before I know that they're just so nervous, like or yeah, n- yeah. not nervous because of like me or anything. They're just nervous about what the fuck is she going to ask me? Yeah, like, yeah, And yeah. I'm stuck here then. So immediately yeah. I'm like, don't worry. It's, I always yeah. get
2: asked though, like I kind of always get asked, like even online, so the same sort of questions. So yeah, I'm usually yeah, yeah. used to, you know, you normally have like a mental script in your head Yeah. when you're answering them, yeah, you know, people yeah. ask me that. It's always the same questions. Like what? Give just, me an
1: example of what you It's says.
2: always just like it's on Instagram you always get ask questions and it's like you know how do you start and yeah. what <laughs> how do you make money basically. But yeah. it's I can <laughs> see there's definitely in, in and what's, what's after happening now is there's definitely a sort of like an impatience now with, with money and people making money because you know there are vloggers or bloggers or whatever the fuck online now who are doing like YouTube videos and they're like I've made 20 grand in a month doing the YouTube. Yes. So kids are now going oh, you know fuck how can I, I can't make fucking 20 20- yeah. and they won't even like stick it out. Like, mm. for
1: people? And it's the it's the 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 the, the um the end point. They're looking yeah, they're yeah. not enjoying the destination. No, the no, journey. No. Here yeah, we will go back to philosophy. You yeah, have to yeah. it's the journey.
2: Yeah. yeah, 100%. It's getting there right. And I think it's like it's even with I think Instagram as well kind of changes the way people shoot things now you're not even like I put up photos sometimes on Instagram that I love and it's like you know there's not much engagement at all with the photo yeah. and I'm like oh yeah fuck I like it anyway Yeah. But like people yeah. are like shooting stuff to, to like please Instagram Yeah. instead of like doing it Yeah. because they you know have a certain vision or they like it so mm. there's definitely a lot of like you know Instagram sort of photographers there or people Mm. who want to shoot but like actually you know or they want to shoot like there's a certain aesthetic now on Instagram that everybody's going to shoot you know what I mean So, but
1: can you see the draw to to being to creating for an audience
2: yeah yeah no, oh no 100% like I know because it's
1: a trap you could well I sometimes I find like when I put up anything like you know like opinionated or yeah. something there. I'm like, this is brilliant. This post, again, the engagement yeah, so yeah, yeah. But then if I pull up a photograph with me I don't know, my arse out or something, well, not that my arse is out, but yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to of say. Of course, yeah. Do you I, know what I mean? Yeah, or like, yeah. a sw- I'm on the beach swimming and because I'm in a swimsuit, it gets like triple the amount. Emit- you know, this yeah, type of shit, yeah, you know? Yeah.
2: I even find that when I put a picture of me on Instagram, it gets more likes just because I, I don't think I ever do.
1: Yeah, you know well, I mean? is that because people are like... Know your work.
2: Somebody was writing to me recently, and he was talking to me for ages. And he was like, "Oh, he's a photographer, and he's and he's like doing good stuff." And he's asking all these questions. (laughs) And uh, send me a pic. Always writing.
1: Can I get a pic?
2: We get a pic. Your face? Always writing to me, and I think I'd some I I did an (laughs) article with somebody in screenshot, and he wrote back to me and was like, "No way, you're a bloke," because my picture is a girl just from a photo shoot I done and I was like yeah I was like what singing it was a fucking bro? and then I was like l- looking at his messages and I was like <laughs> and then I the I, context I, suddenly I, I changes I sent him a video and I was like yeah I'm a bloke this is me here and he was like jeez and you sound like a bloke as well
0: <laughs>
2: and now he's always obviously scarlet and he's always writing to me going oh fuck's sake Remember oh at
1: least you're still in touch with each he's always other. like
2: hey babes and sends <laughs> me a kissy face It's buzzing off my head now but, uh, yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, there's oftentimes, and I mean, I've done it as well. I've put up photos. I'm like, I don't even fucking like this, but I know it. we get loads yeah. of likes on Instagram. So, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I have been, you know, I think virality is sort of a thing now, isn't it? Even like, that's just the way the business is I haven't is heard
1: that word before. Virality? Yeah, like when you're, tra-
2: I don't even know if it is a word, but like, say you're <laughs> like doing like, uh, say you're shooting like a magazine cover and yeah. they're like, you know, this is obviously will sell well and mm. kind of probably go like, you know, get engagement online yeah. so I think like stories now It's even when it comes to kind of like print media I guess the story kind of has to be like you know make sense to you know people enjoy it online mm-hmm. as well you know so that's just kind of the way it's I guess it's you know imagery is so important now but it's all just sort of everything is just online now mm-hmm. isn't it
1: Well, listen it's a new world
2: yeah, it's I mean?
1: long gone are the days of Bebo and Myspace
2: yeah jeez might be a big humour I see you would have been if you're in music you're in a band. Oh, yeah,
1: we, yeah, MySpace. We, we were like that one s- band called Sweet Jane. Sweet Jane.
2: Mm. And we, what did you play? I sang. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, I was the singer.
2: How long were you going for?
1: Like eight years, nine oh, years. Oh, were Yeah, yeah, yeah. signed to Universal. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I look completely different. No way. Yeah, yeah. I was a nightmare back in them days. Really? Oh, it was terrible. So yeah. you were
2: probably a big sesh. Head. Sesh. Well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. is Well,
1: I was it? just going to say, I was that many a session with your brother. Yeah. In, but, <laughs> Jesus,
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, that
1: Bush, the, um, the Things mainline. Oh, yeah. Sick the boy. Things, yeah.
2: What was his name again, your man? The Things.
1: Uh, Neil. Neil O'Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so all sound, So R- yeah. R- 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 the bass player out of the Things ended up being the bass player for Sweet Jane. So you remember Mainline, okay. all the black leather jackets, yeah, there's like nine yeah. of them in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Daniel and a couple of the boys, that's who my band, ah, that's who I was okay. in. That's how I knew Dan and ah, the lads. Yeah. That was the link there. That was there. A
2: mad little scene, wasn't that it?
1: That time was like the wildest, wildest, wildest. Yeah. I never look back on it. like. Maybe it's because I'm out of the loop of music now, but yeah. that scene was so, it was the closest thing to like, the CBGB's like yeah. era in New York that you know like it when people mental. when I used to read about that yeah 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 that was, was the closest was thing that, it was just this little we used to like go to every you know we go down to pubs on the keys or the early house and then we'd drink all day we'd be in Doran's back Jeez, when like Doran's yeah. was hopping
2: I remember being in Doran's and it was like fucking like be remember like, the days
1: like, of Republican Loose when yeah, they were starting yeah, out and yeah. there was all those sessions locking in Doran's. And Dorans it was
2: like Pete Doherty Shame, McGowan like it would be like yeah. fucking like hopping yeah. and it smelled to like piss
0: yeah Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was like always in Dorans yeah, Jesus and yeah, be in yeah, Doran yeah. like on just a normal night and, and all I can remember Dan's gigs you'd be sitting in the back room and like it's fucking some, like, kit. Yeah. Like it'd, be, it'd be like you're sitting in a jacks. Yeah. With no toilet in oh, the basement. You'd, oh, You'd all be drinking cans enhanced. on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't know, does that, is that shit still going on? That kind of, those I gigs don't, and I, stuff.
1: like, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it's as bad as it was. Yeah. But, like, maybe nostalgia is, like, a, a, yeah. a weird thing. But, um, yeah, like, I'm very glad that that, time has passed for me you know? yeah, <laughs> a different yeah. person but what a
2: set him and his bird used to come back and it'd be like three days later and I just I remember mean, the door open and I'd be like two o'clock and like a fucking Monday and I'd be like to stay, stay it <laughs>
1: was carnage it <laughs> like was carnage they
2: were looked manky we
1: like. used to go we used to go out on like Thursday night and some of the lads who used to work they we, we'd meet and we'd all go out on a Thursday night and then we'd be on the sesh Friday and then we'd have gigs to play on the Saturday yeah. so we'd be coming from a two-day rollover and we'd be going up to Bleeding Galway or whatever it is to play a gig come back you get home on the Sunday like 12 one o'clock in the day, yeah. Phone out. Who's still out? And then you, yeah, everyone else, on the yeah. rollover on the tree They rolled over. Yeah. I can't I even mean, how we were like, alive! Uh, I don't I just do not know I
2: have a glass of wine now and I'm like oh, no, I'm a bit tired the next day <laughs> <laughs> Jesus yeah dude <the, laughs> literally the this, this session Dorans and all, yeah jeez, they're mad all nights out weren't they really Dan, I got fucked out of a gig before my ma my ma was like <laughs> fr- bringing like Dan's drums in and I think I don't know what happened but I think I had my jack off and was swinging around like a helicopter I don't yeah. know, they were supporting <laughs> some English band it was like a big gig Yeah, I think it was like a freshers ball gig and like dcu or something i can't remember when i got down i remember my mom tried to like get off him and, no. she and the thing was always all his mates just goes remember your ma got thrown out that gig <laughs> she's my ma used to drive dan's gear everywhere no she fair was place, like, where? pulling up and outside at whatever time 12 o'clock i remember all Dan's mates trying to like throw putting their arms on me my ma locked on yes
1: i just want to hand with the gear <laughs> and all. Good times, yeah, Jesus, yeah. Good times. He's
2: two kids now, damn. He's like yeah. two girls. But
1: his his eldest daughter must be about twelve or 13, thirteen now, is she? Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when she was born. Oh my god, that is so terrifying. Yeah,
2: yeah. I know. And even I was in the house. you were dying. I'm like, why did you ever get Melody? And she's like, thirty. Melody,
1: yeah. yeah what I'm a beautiful like, name. Yeah,
2: 13 now. That even like scares me because everyone's like, you're you're gonna be having kids soon. I'm like, uh, what? I
1: Absolutely.
2: Don't, I don't know if it'd be fucking be a few years now before I have kids. This, well. isn't, this isn't the podcast, is <laughs> it? <laughs> Maybe a few years
1: before I have kids, anyway. Jesus, yeah. Have you kids? No, I don't. No, no, no. no. Have you kids? No. no. Oh, fuck that. No, it uh, it. No. but I, I, I definitely, I do want kids. Yeah, I was My mother's like, going like, you want to hurry up at 36?
2: Yeah. My, 39. When my my at 39 ha- Will be my age. There was no kids. And then my eldest brother had, he has four kids now and Dan is too. No way. Yeah, wow. so, um, Adanis. No, he's Adan. Has.
0: <laughs> Adanis. <laughs> sounds like, what like a, an exotic sounds name. Sounds like a
2: fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Adanis for men.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, is too, and the male's brother Aaron. He's only a few years old. He's four. I'm like, wow. I can't. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, your house is full, filled with... Child, children's joy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like it went from being Christmas, like nobody there, and then like 10 years later, or even 13 years later, I should say now, it's just like kids and cousins and everything.
1: That's, that's the buzz. Well, I was
2: all about though. Let me sort out my shit first, and I don't have kids.
1: Yeah, well, you're right. Dude. That's how I am. You know, although so. it's kind of taking a little bit longer than yeah, I anticipated.
2: Missing. I know. Now I'm kind of like I should have had kids years ago. I probably <laughs> yeah. would have, they'd be It'd old. Be rare now. <laughs>
1: now. They'd be working for you. You'd have a load of assistants rolling around yeah, the gap. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but listen, thank you so yeah, much no for bad. coming in. That was really, really cool. Really enjoyed it. Um, no problem. Thank you again. No problems at all. Evan Doherty for the First Exchange podcast.